podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. I'm Quinny. I'm Jay. And just a quick episode for you today, just so we can uh, talk about the upcoming game against United. Uh, would have been rude of us not to put one out before that, with it being uh, our biggest rivals. Sorry, Evan. Um, so straight into it. <laughs> what 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 are you? What's your immediate thoughts about the game so far at the minute? First time in years, it's a big game again, isn't it? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, for the first time in years again, I'm a little bit nervous. The likes of playing Everton and Man United in recent years has been like just another game, and I've been more panicky over the likes of Man City and that. But this this feels like a big game again. I feel like we're not at our best. They're not they're not great, but they've shown in spells they can they can damage you. So I think it's going to be a tasty one. I just hope it's a bit fiery as well. I hope these yellow cards. And fucking hopefully no penalties for them. But it's just a sweep on what time they get one in it nowadays. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> now I agree with you, though it does, it feels like a big game for once. I think recent years I've felt disappointed coming away from the likes of Old Trafford with, with, a, with a point like the Lalana one. Um, and then I think even going a bit further back when Rashford got the two against us and they won 2 1. So we've it hasn't felt like a big game, which has meant. I've been really disappointed coming away with a point or no points from Old Trafford, whereas, you know, under Fergie, you'd be made up sometimes coming away with a point from Old Trafford. And now, you know, we've just got to, we've just got to do the business, the the top, so, and they deserve to be there. We've been poor recent games. Um, I think we, first half, especially against Villa's under 12s, we were lucky. Um, and we showed the class in the second half. So we've just got to, I know it's hard. I think it's a bit hard building proper momentum against a team like that in that in that situation. But they've still got to take as much confidence from that as they can. We still put four past them. They're still, you know, yeah, they're under twenty, they're under twenty ones, whatever they might be, under nineteens. They're still professional footballers at the end of the day. It's just you've still got to do a professional job, and he did in the end. So we've got to still take a bit of confidence from that. You know when people go on about like weaker squads and reserves and all that at the end of the day it's still 11 bodies you're playing against and you've got to if they're playing a compact system you've got to find the space it doesn't matter whether it's 11 footballers or 11 basketball players if they're just in the positions you need the ball to be then it's hard it's hard to get through it doesn't matter what it is you've seen some of the shift teams ever to have good cup runs and have good games in cups because they just sit back and to be fair to them they've done what they have to do well it worked for the first half. They, they looked quite dangerous on the counter attack. They were quite fast. Um, but again, we, we showed our class in the end. We stopped, it was like like we went up again and we thought, you know what? Let's not respect them. Let's just fucking let's go for it now. Because I think yeah. I think at first I think it was like we didn't want to go all out and it be one of them mad ones. So it was just like like we were just fucking making up the time, weren't we? In the first half, they had a few few chances and obviously their goal as well which they deserve so credit to the to the young lads of Villa but uh, we're doing what was needed in the end I just hope we go to I hope we go to Man United and I hope the players have say I don't think I don't like the players have got that that gut instinct against Man United anymore since the likes of Gerard and that have gone 
you like to think the likes of Curtis Jones and Arnold carry that flame, where even though they've been not, they haven't been the best in recent years, you want to think that they want to go out and draw balls and go for it, you know what I mean? Um, say even even the likes of the Lallana goal that old Stafford, when you're losing there, it knocks you sick because it's Man United, but also because they're not the best anymore. So to yeah. lose to them is a sickener. But at the moment, in, in, in the league, based on recent results, they are going to be the best team in the Premier League. So we've got to prove to them at home that we're better than them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, the Villa goal was, like you say, they deserved it. Um, just one of them. The ball never should have reached that body up front, but it did, and he, he finished it well, in fairness to him. Um, but I think first half in the Villa game, they just, I don't know, it's almost like they were just expecting it to be a walkover, and they weren't seeing them with the sort of respect that they deserved. Um, and it showed in the second half that when we have sort of put our foot, you know, Put our foot, pe- uh, I didn't get my words out here. <laughs> when we've sort of went, like you say, when we went up a gear, I think my head just fell off there, to be honest. Um, I thought you were just saying falafel, falafel, <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> I just couldn't get my words out. Leave me alone. Um, now, when, when we went up a gear, the class has shone through and we've we've gone through and now we've got them twice in a row. So, you know, lucky us. Um, be nice to beat them in the league and then go to Old Trafford and beat them there as well. So, um, yeah, we've, just got to, we've got to respect the FA Cup so I think Klopp showed I've seen loads of people laughing saying like how on earth can Klopp moan about fixture and congestion and then feel that team against a load of kids but that's why because the kids done well so yeah. it's possible if you feel your kids you could lose on, on the night just about to change up on the night so I was glad to see that, that line up and we discussed on the last one Klopp couldn't win play a strong team he gets ridiculed play a weak team Gets told he's um, disrespecting the cup competition. I want to win the FA Cup. I want to. I want to win every cup we're in. I don't see that for the sake of three or four games, get to, get to fucking Wembley and, and do what you can to, to lift the cup because that's what you remember for in the long in the long run. I won't be I won't be sat there in 20 years talking about the time we finished second or third or fourth, but we played the Champions League and got to the quarterfinals. We want to be talking about the stuff you win. Yeah, you've got to be in it to win it. So. Uh, let, let me just let me just ask you just on that Villa game still um, you've probably seen it yourself Tony Cascarino uh, saying that we disrespected Villa by putting a strong team out <laughs> any thoughts on that? I, I just makes no sense to me they're just fucking brain dead aren't they literally how do you disrespect how, how are you meant to fucking disrespect the team by playing your strong, one of your, a strong side against the group of kids it's not disrespect, it's just not letting them win. Fucking hell, what do they expect? Do you want our dinner ladies to turn up? Well, by the sounds of it, yeah. I mean, for me, it, it's what Klopp done showed them more respect than yeah. than disrespect because he's put a strong squad out. He started Salah, he started Mane. He's, he's gone there going, yeah, we, we're going to do a professional job. We're going to make sure we, we beat them. We're not going to let an upset happen. And so we're going to treat them like... And Klopp even said, you know, this team would have started regardless of who, who Villa put out because that was the team that was always going to start. So it wasn't even a case of the kids were going to throw these players out. These players were playing anyway. And that's what it's about, though. You've got to look at your... Like, 
the way people go on about other teams, like, oh, he's playing there, who do you play against them? Like, they used to do it with De Bruyne and stuff, like, oh, who do you have in the middle to stop De Bruyne? Don't worry about De Bruyne. Worry about what we're going to do going forward yeah. and how we're going to defend well. Don't worry about the opposition. And that, that's brilliant from Klopp. He just, that was his team before they, they fielded the team. That was what, that's how you manage. And that's what you do. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think the fact that he's, he's been ridiculed in the past for just disregarding the FA Cup, um, when we played for the last time, we had to just get, get ourselves kicked out of the cup because we were in the World Cup Championship. You know what I mean? It yeah. goes around about it's just funny that it's Villa. It happened to Villa. They disrespect us when they feel that they're a strong team against our kids. No, but the, that's the difference, isn't it? Nobody would think think that. Nobody would think that you're disrespecting Liverpool by putting your strongest squad up because you want to beat Liverpool. But because it's just Aston Villa, who've won more European Cups than anybody else, barring two teams in the league, by the way, let's not forget. Because, exactly. it's, Aston, because it's Aston Villa, um, it's it's all of a sudden disrespectful. And it's not. It's about... Jürgen Klopp is paid to win football matches. He put a squad out that he, he felt had the best chance of winning that football match. It's as simple as that. Um, I, I don't. I literally can't get me head around that comment. I, I didn't hear it until you just said it. I think it's fucking ludicrous. It is. It's, it's, it's like pathetic. it's like it's like having it's like having the best squad. Yeah, I imagine us having the best squad in our group in, in Europe and then playing fucking out Midlands, who were meant to be fucking shite. So imagine us fielding a team that we thought was exactly the same level as them. What's the fucking point of having a boss squad? If you're yeah. gonna match everyone's squads with the same ability, it's fucking stupid, stupid logic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can't, can't even, can't even get me that. <laughs> you know, did, did Tottenham disrespect Marine by throwing a, a, a strong squad out? Should Tottenham went out and get and got a load of local plumbers and fucking electricians and stuff like that to play for them instead? No, he wouldn't have turned up. Lad, they were probably on furlough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's the same thing, isn't it? Just because. They're at a different level through no fault of their own. Doesn't mean that Liverpool should just go, I'll tell you what then, we'll, we'll take it a bit easy on you. That's what it's about, lad. And them kids will remember that forever. You see yeah. the look on the faces that that will be living them forever. The likes of the Marine players and that. They'll be able to tell about when they played against like Gareth Bale mm. and Mora. And you're just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That Tails, they never talked to Gareth you know what I mean? And he gave yeah. them a he gave them a bit of a taste them, but you know, that's that's what the that's the difference in level. Yeah. What it's so, about. So go on. I was gonna say let let's talk a little bit about United. Um like you say, the, well shite, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but no, the the doing a little bit of what we were doing last season in fairness to them, they're not playing great. They're grinding out wins, whether they deserve them or not, doesn't matter because the the end of the day, the the top of the league and they've won the most games, so they deserve to be there, right? At the minute, um, is there have they got? Is there anybody that you sort of worried about? Anybody that they've got that does actually give you a bit of a bit of a worry? Um, it, it depends what United turn up. Marshall and Rashford on the day is, is, is terrifying, especially if we like to Alexander Arnold, not great defensively. Fucking uh, out, and then Bruno Fernandes. After a while, of course, that off FIFA, Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes, he's just one of them fucking horrible little rats. You just want to see someone go through straight away. So Robbo nails him and gets booted in the first 30 seconds and whacks him. Uh, because he's one of them. He would, uh, 
he could dictate the game if, if he gets on the ball enough. Yeah. Um, and you just got to try and keep them out of our fucking box because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, um, my, my biggest worry is the referee. But I do believe Martial and Rashford, um, and I think the, the likes of Fernand, and again, Pogba starts, Pogba turns up, different. Um, is Cavani still banned? Uh, I think so, yeah. So he's another one who, who would like, if we're not playing two centre halves, who are, who are going to take a step back and he, he, he'd have a field day. Yeah, you know what? No, now they've no, seen him a bit. Now I've seen him a bit properly. I think he's a bit like. Um, I think he's he's going to be a bit like a, a, a Tevez for them kind of thing. That sort of player. Yeah, he'll just he'll just hang on the last man right on the shoulder and he'll risk. Yeah, he'll just risk being offside. But nine times out of ten, he's not because he's just clever. Yeah, uh, from from ourselves, what are you what are you hoping to see from the from the lineup? From the lineup, I want to see Matip starting, whether he's got one leg or not. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's, he's got two training sessions till, till the game to try and prove himself. But at the end of the day, he's only been out a few weeks. He has to start. Um, seeing the likes of Williams against that kid against Villa just got absolutely bold again. Um, no pace whatsoever. Um, it's got to be Matip and, and Fabino for me. Centre half. Then... I discussed it last week. If we had an alternative to, to Alexander Arnold at the moment at right back, I'd put him in. Um, I'd even go as far as saying if, if, if he was a little tiny bit faster, I'd have Milner in ahead of him at right back. Yeah. Really would. Um, obviously, Barbo left back. I'd like to see um, Fabino defense, centre defensive mid um, with Henderson and Wijnaldum. And I'd like to see, obviously, the front three fix itself. No, no Thiago, Thiago. No, no Thiago, no Thiago. You seen him? It's gonna be. It's a big game. It's a, it's a big game. You seen him in the last game he played? He was like a fucking wrecking ball in the first few minutes, getting boots, just kicking anything that moved. And you want you, you want that in that type of game, but you can't. I think with it being his first Man United game, I think emotion might take over a little bit. So I would really. He could he could come on and literally change the game for us. He could come on and set up fucking three goals, depending on how we're playing. So said to you before, I've never Thiago. He, he's absolutely useless if there's from three on on points. So you've got to see what they're performing like first. Yeah. If they're looking at you getting that, um, say there's only so many brilliant balls you can put in if you, your players aren't finishing or getting shots on target. Then it's a waste of time. So I wouldn't start Thiago. I really wouldn't. Fair enough. Um, I think it's going to be one in midfield. It's going to be one in midfield in the sense of like one-on-one battles. And I think the likes of um, Henderson, Ronaldo and Fabinho, I think they, they, they walk the midfield really far and there's still a Fernandez. But, hmm. um, yeah, again, we just can't, we just can't make the mistake of we just can't make the mistake of throwing Henderson centre-back again. Um, no, it didn't, no it didn't work against don't wrong. I, I mean, I don't think he's done all that much wrong against Southampton, but it's clear that we miss his influence too much in the midfield when he's not there. Uh, I don't think he's done a thing wrong. Baron, he, he kept him on side. Um, yeah. And as you said, he, he was concentrating on getting other players to mark other players rather than solely doing his own job. So, 
Um, I, I don't think he's done nothing wrong, but you need him in the middle. And if, you, if, you, if you've got to decide between him and Thiago at the moment, who's going to start, don't just squeeze them both in and play one centre-half. It's stupid. So, Henderson, for me, starts uh, midfield with Fabinho and Wijnaldum. Fair enough. Um, so, just wanted to talk uh, very quickly. I don't know if you've seen it. And I know you're, again, we've mentioned this a lot. I know you're not sort of savvy on sort of players from other teams and stuff like that. But we're linked at the minute quite heavily with that uh, Eden Militao from Madrid on loan. Yeah, I've heard about him. Um, have you seen uh, much of him yourself? No, I've seen clips recently because he was linked with him. He looks half decent, but I don't care. I just hate Liverpool Twitter. Um, sorry if you're not one of them knobheads, but to be honest, like, there's people just commenting on stuff going, oh, we, we must sign him. He's a must. He's an absolute must. 90% of the fans who, who were on about him haven't seen him. So just yeah. stop it. Um, yeah. we, we need a centre-half. End of. Get it. I said on the last one tonight, get anybody. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think it'd be a good short-term option, at, at the very least. Um, if there's is an it, option to buy... Is it on loan, is it, with options to buy? That's what I'm reading, yeah, at the minute. Um, so, remains to be seen how it does actually play out. But, as I say, you get him on loan, he does a good job. There's an option to buy. Um, I think the one thing he's got in his favour is he would be, obviously, a much younger, ready-made replacement for, for a Matip or someone like that, while obviously keeping Matip around as well. Um, I think, they've, from what I've seen, again, I haven't seen too much of him myself, I think they've got fairly similar playing styles in terms of bringing the ball out and stuff like that. They're quite confident, both quite confident on the ball. So I think I think he'd fit in quite well. Um and you know putting him he's Brazilian, so put him next to Fabinho with Alisson behind them. I mean it's perfect because there's not going to be any communication issues. Um so it, it takes it takes a lot of the right boxes I think so let's just wait and see what happens. I mean it's just one of them clopping Edwards no better than us, so let's let them deal with it because that's the job. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, I say I'm. I said on the last one, I didn't. I don't really care who be signed. It doesn't have to be. If we can go and get someone who's played centre half for a few years and he's free, go and get anyone. Yeah. Just pay wages. Just go and get a body that can fucking defend in the box. And just that's all we, we require at the moment. Um, well, I've just been talking about our team before. I have Fabinho in centre defensive mid, but obviously he, well, he's going to have to start with Matip, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so, unfortunately. I didn't even clock onto that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking there. Don't get me wrong. It could be a game. It could be a game for the likes of Phillips and that, but he's just the, him too slow, unfortunately. Um, and with them being so raw and like they haven't learned the stage yet where you know faster players take a couple of yards off them and fucking you know what I mean step off them stand up stand up don't slide in just basic basic stuff that goes out the window when you're young and you just put into a big team like this you're trying to show your worth and you end up making mistakes but yeah I think Fabino's going to have to play centre-half with massive ideally um, and I've had then I, I probably I might sound daft again. I'll probably go as far as saying start Milner ahead of Thiago, which might sound absolutely fucking ludicrous. But I, I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle for experience. And 
whatever midfield's got the width of Aaron, the best. I think that's who's going to win. And I think, yeah. you know, Milner's up for a battle, Henderson's up for a battle. So, Genie's a bit, a bit quicker on the ball than the pair of them, so you could... It'll work. Just yeah. gotta see what happens. Um, so yeah, on centre half, we need the centre half. I, I, I'd even try and get two because fucking out. Yeah, no, it wouldn't hurt. It certainly wouldn't hurt at the minute. I think the problem is with the squad is we've got a, we've got to free up uh, an international space in the squad to bring in another one. So it's a case of that at the minute. Obviously, there's rumours like Rigi is wanted, apparently wanted by Wolves. Um, Adrian hasn't been training with the first team the last few games from the last few days from what I've been hearing no no talk of an injury either so I don't know what's we going do. on there Adrian um, yeah he's been swept hasn't he more or less don't know what's Looks happened like, with him but yeah. you've, got to look, you've got to sometimes look at the level of, we've discussed the Iggy at length sometimes and you know he, he, he'll go down in history but he just hasn't got that thing about him anymore he hasn't got the taste for it's like he hasn't got the Taste to excel anymore. He's quite content with what he's done. Yeah. But can you do much more? You know, you, no. you know, he must know deep down that he's not, he's not a top category striker, but he can do a job. Um, and he's won the Premier League and the, the European Cup and the World Cup. Cup so he's, he's played a massive part in all of it. So yeah. as far as I'm concerned, if he goes, he goes a legend. I be respected, yeah. but you need to replace them with quality. Yeah. Now it's the time the scary for him to go. Um, but if he goes, you just don't know what, what decision Klopp's going to make because he'll probably try and bring a kid to him instead of buying someone. But you've got to just trust the manager, haven't you? Always. Yeah. See what happens. That's it. Uh, so finally, um, and I know you, I know you probably got a couple of questions burning anyway. But I did just want to talk about uh, Marcus Rashford very quick. Obviously, we're huge fans of the work that he's done to help. Uh, underprivileged kids and stuff like that with the, with the meals. Massive, massive fans of that and we respect them hugely. But the talk is at the minute is some apparent Liverpool fans want him to have a banner on the cup. Uh, what's your take on this? As someone with a banner on the cup? <laughs> um, absolutely fucking ludicrous. I don't, I don't care what he's done. I don't... He's a Man United player. He's a fucking man through and through. The thought of him having a flag in our stadium from our fans was absolutely torment. 90% of us, and it equals off us. Um, football, it's, not a, it's not about football, so don't... Don't, don't make it about football. Yeah. football. It's not about football. So, yeah, if, if, if our fans were in the stadium there, we'd give them a five-second clap and then through the game he gets cheered yeah. and that's the way it should be so no yeah we've got players there who've won the league in the, in the European Cup and they haven't got a full flag on the cup so fuck's sake he's not having one no I said the other day on my, my scouts power twitter and I said if you want to put a flag on the cup put a flag of Ian Byrne and Dave Kelly from the food banks because they've been doing it for fucking years it's just that he's forcing enough to be in the public high and it, go, it goes a little bit more, what he says. It gets noticed a little bit more. It gets published a little bit more. These have been doing it for years. They don't earn that money. They, they took it on as like a second job, some of them. They're yeah. all volunteers. So, yeah, give, give, 
Yeah. 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 Um, just put like a little bit about him in the program or something. Um, just like I'm, a, I'm fucking acknowledging. Don't acknowledge it. Jordan Henderson went down. I'm not being fucking out. I might sound like a dickhead here, but Jordan Henderson went down and got money for, for all people who were out of work in that during during the COVID. He, he got in touch with all the captains. He got people people money for people struggling and that. He didn't got a fucking. There's no flag about him on the copper bar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, there's loads of footballers. Loads of celebrities, loads of fucking common people doing all sorts of charity, and he's no different. It's great, yeah. It's fantastic. You've had to go to government and that, but these people have been doing it for fucking years. So it's them who should be commended, and that's them who should have applauded, as far as I'm concerned. Shouldn't have no acknowledgement to say if he was at the ground, he'd have got a little fucking five second clap. We went well in, lad. Nice what you're doing. Nice you do for anyone who's helping common people, but. The credit should go to those who've been doing it for longer, and you know what I mean. They've been doing it, they've set it up, and that's how it is. Fair enough. Very, very passionate view there. (laughs) Over. It does me, does me, Edin, lad, because he's in the public eyes. Like the fucking totally forgetting, like to what Dave and Ian are doing. They, it's like sort of like they don't exist. They've got warehouses full of food that they've had for fucking years. You know what I mean? They've had. They've had stuff going, they've grown from strength to strength. And it's like that just has never happened. It's all all of it's like Marcus Rashford has started this big appeal. And he hasn't. <laughs> he's just jumped on bandwagon with something that was already going on. But he's he's a massive voice, so you know what I mean? Yeah. The likes like likes of Ian Bain, he's an MP, so he can push it into Parliament and that now, as he's starting to get right to food. But it should be him who's him, him and Dave. Who give up their time and give up time? The volunteers who are giving up time and aren't work, working five days a week, and then they're going to food banks at the end Sundays and that to help. It's them who should be getting applauded because they're not on millions of quid a week. You know what I mean? Or a month or a year, whatever. But you get what I mean? It, it's great what he's doing, and it's it's great. It is, but he's not do, He's not really. He's not going above and beyond. He's, he's just doing what you'd like to think ninety percent of genuine people would do. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Rant is over. Well in Rashford lad. Little five second clap. No flag to that. <laughs> uh okay, score predictions then for the game. Four nil. I know. That's uh, that's brave of you. Um I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely say... fucking lying. No, do you know what? <laughs> I said I said to our Chris earlier. and it's for the first time in ages, I'm a little bit panicky about it because if we don't turn up I think if we don't turn up and it goes it goes wrong and we start fucking going at them and going at them, the counter attack could absolutely kill us and they could they could do us in. But it could go the other way. I think if we score early, this is where we miss the fans, you know, because I, I know for a fact that the fans are in the ground, we win the game. Just yeah. a, it's just a different ball game. But um, I'm, I'm going to hope that my predictions like that we come out strong, we scare them a little bit because they're not expecting it. And we battered them. So I think I think if we get an early goal, it'll it'll counter them. They'll have to come at us, and we'll just pick them off. Fingers crossed. So I am going for four nil or four one. So I'm going to be a and, bit more. Allison, Allison is going to run up the pitch again. I'm telling you now, he's going to run up the pitch. 
<laughs> um, I, I'm going to be a bit more reserved than you. I'm going to say 2-0. Oh, sad. At least it was, too, at least it was something to nil. <laughs> Kept a uh, So, I believe you're saying before we come live there, you had something you wanted to ask me as well. So, fire away. Favourite moment against Manchester United? Ooh. Um... It's a toss-up between the Danny Murphy chip at Old Trafford <laughs> and, <laughs> John Ar- and John and John fucking thunderbolt that broke the net, not that broke Alan Smith's leg. Oh, that was good as well. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, yeah, Danny Murphy's chip at Old Trafford, that out of the blue piece of magic was brilliant. Um, but I also sometimes forget about Gerard um, kiss of the camera when we back yeah. yeah I mean to be fair yeah we should be talking about uh, Dossie and his chip these days and not Danny Murphy's that was another one that was massive lad but um, we, we've had you know what in fairness I know we probably we haven't got the best record against United over the years but we haven't half got some fucking great moments against them even like the 2003 League Cup final you know what I mean stuff like that yeah, fucking massive lad. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologise. I'm gonna have to shoot, um, because as you know, I am in work and the tenant has come out to call me. So, <laughs> sound well. Thanks for joining me, Jay, and uh, we'll speak again soon. No worries, lad. Enjoy the game. Up the reds, to our lad. Sports Social Podcast Network.